1: Is better. Well, sometimes. That's what the melting wax lady told me at the end of this movie, <laughs> and I just thought I would repeat that. I don't know. Well, she, she seems had a great like wardrobe, she knows what she's talking so, about. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, I guess your your campy wardrobe really doubles when you when you're dead. So that's nice. That's
1: something. Yeah. I love that they save all of her clothes. Like, what are they going to do with them?
0: They save like her entire dressing room. My Everything. god, like, in the, the entire attic is just like like My kind god. of like the attic from uh the. The, uh, 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 help me out. What did we cover
1: last um, month? The, the Crush. The crush the oh, yeah. Without the merry-go-round. Yeah, but, yeah without know, the merry-go-round. I mean, it gonna wouldn't be out of though. place in this movie, but <laughs> it, it really wouldn't. It's like, why is there a merry-go-round with a dog with tits just <laughs> chilling? <laughs> and why is there a rock soundtrack right now when it's supposed to be a moving scene? I don't – that yeah. is – there's, th-
0: this there's a lot of like wow. non sequiturs in this movie. Things that just don't yeah. really uh you know track, but yeah. are interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, I don't think uh... I had
1: seen this since I was like ten. So everything yeah, felt too. very new to me, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I was surprised at many of the choices. And I'm like, why did I not remember this? This is
0: it is memorable. Like yeah. I, if nothing else, yeah, it is. You know, uh, really striking. <laughs> you, you definitely get the. Uh, the fact that she started out making music videos with her career because there's a lot of that in here, a lot of MTV vibes and the the scoring we were talking about before we started recording. It's just crazy Mm. grunge mixed with like some like acoustic guitar melodies every once in a while.
1: In the middle of scenes that are supposed to be moving
0: one scene is pretty moving where he finds the, the the dead dog, well, the dog that is dying, and there's like that kind of acoustic guitar melody. But, really? Yeah. Because? <laughs> I think so.
1: <laughs> I'm usually the first person to break into tears when a dog yeah. dies. And yeah. when I star- started the film last night, I was like, oh, great. This is going to be a movie where the pets are going to get killed. It's going to be awful. I don't know if right. I can do it. Right. And when the dog gets Shot. I was like, "Oh no! Oh God! It's coming! It's c- coming!" And he goes into mm-hmm. the woods and he finds the dead dog. And then all of a sudden, the song comes on. <laughs> it was the choice of the music. If they had a oh, different see, I like the music piece that, of score, scene, I, see, so, it I don't didn't know. work. Yeah. For me. oh, we were having I a Siskel know. Ebert moment here. I guess so. Oh no. Yeah, <gasps> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh. I just thought it fit with the rest of it because the rest of it's just this wild grunge thing. So if you just had this like, well, you know, yeah. orchestral thing or uh, yeah. like. I appreciate that she just kept like a, a guitar melody. Like, it's really simple. Like, that's all that's going on there is like a little guitar.
1: But then there's like melody. the but... vocalist that's like, uh, and I'm like, well, what is this? Yeah.
0: That's very early 90s, but yeah. Yeah.
1: It's like this whiny vocal. And I'm like, eh. Huh. Yeah. Took me out of oh, it well. for a second. We can disagree. Yeah. I, I yeah. like the score, so
0: it's fine. <laughs> uh,
1: How dare you? <laughs> How
0: dare you? We've never disagreed on anything <laughs> ever. <laughs>
1: This is the film that breaks us. Th- <laughs> <laughs> well, we're off to, a good, too.
0: <laughs> off to a good start here this month, right?
1: This sequel uh, was not as scintillating, scintillating. as <laughs> I
0: expected. Yeah, I mean, it is week one, right, mm-hmm. of our brand new month of films. We have five films this month. That's crazy.
1: It's a little insane. We might not be yeah. completely on the up and up once this is all done. We might be a little... Yeah a little bit crazy there
0: uh, there are some that are going to test us and uh,
1: <laughs> um
0: but we will take that test and uh we see if we get into the best college afterwards we'll
1: see yes we, it, we might have to cheat we might have to call laurie Lachlan and uh mm-hmm, felicity, Huffman felicity Huffman. to mm-hmm. get us through but we're gonna S- make it
0: <laughs> speaking of which i oh. just finished a rewatch of desperate housewife season four which, oh, is, w- w- which w- was w- really w- w- entertaining yes it's a good season I had not seen that in many years. And yes, it's great. I'm
1: shocked. It actually holds up.
0: Especially because it came out during the writer's strike and it's Mm -hmm. uh, only 17 episodes, but they're like pretty well structured. And yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting. And there's some kind of like Big Little Lies vibes near the end. I don't want to be spoiler if anybody hasn't seen that, but like it's, uh, yeah, I just really enjoyed it. And Dana Delaney, man. She's oh, a she's so good. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, they they kind of forget what to do with her after season four. I think she was on like two other seasons of the show, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they're just like, uh, yeah. yeah, you're no longer the central mystery. So I, I I guess we don't know why you're here anymore. They kind of mm-hmm. give up on her. And if yeah. I
0: recall, they make her go like crazy or something. It's like she get, becomes obsessed with Mike or there's some storyline there. And it's just, it's, it's oh, a lot. And then yeah. she eventually she hooks like up a lesbian with Julie Benz. For some reason. And, yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. They're like, mm-hmm. just let her be a lesbian and go off with some stripper. That's a good yeah. send That's off. Good I'm like, point. okay, yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. When mm-hmm. in doubt, writers <laughs> out there for TV shows, just. Make her a lesbian and fall in love with a stripper. Yeah. (laughs) It's a crowd pleaser. (laughs) It works every time, really. I mean, yeah. It it happens on every show. I mean, it's very common.
0: (laughs) We don't really have a topic this week, folks. So we're just kind of shooting the breeze as usual. Yeah. Uh, You know, I did see that uh, the moment we announced we were doing this film, Mm-hmm. They announced that there's a Pet Cemetery Origin series coming out, whatever the fuck that means.
1: Coincidence? I think not.
0: <laughs> it's like the fourth time this has happened. I mean, <laughs> we were like, we're going to cover Hellraiser. And they're like, oh, here's the Hellraiser TV series. We're going to cover Orphan. Here's the Orphan prequel series. Drop it gorgeous. We here's the Talk about Raid. it.
1: It will happen. Apparently. I believe I've also mentioned I wanted a He Knows You're Alone Blu-ray, and that is coming out yes. in May. Yes. So, uh-huh. And we've talked about Hello, Mar- Mar- Mary Lou coming to Blu-ray. Hopefully that's in the works. Killer Party. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, did, has that happened? It has happen. yeah, that- not, <laughs> <Yeah>. but <laughs> we're still We'll hoping. keep talking about it. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> and with this this Pet cemetery thing, what the fuck um. are they going to do, you know? it's the writer from the new one, so like i already don't give a shit because the new one sucked so yeah
1: i okay now it's been a while since i since i saw the remake reboot whatever the fuck it was yeah didn't they kind of have like a little bit of a backstory like the scene with like the kids and the masks and they were like burying something in there or was that part of the actual plot i can't remember
0: it was it like a, a flashback, yeah, some was some sort it of flashback else? thing, because because the backstory is about right, like the the Indian burial ground, which mm-hmm. they never really get into the details of that. No. Probably because it's like a tired trope at this point. But it's like yeah, if you're gonna true. do something about that, I would hope that you would like hire you know an actual Native American person to come in and like write a story oh, about not that.
1: Do that?
0: They're, of course, they're not gonna do that. That would just yet. be
1: silly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like that actually sounds kind of interesting. You know, cover the yeah. like uh, because it's like a Wendigo in the book, I believe, and I think it, they mentioned yeah. them in the the movie twos yeah it's
1: uh yeah i think they brought it up more in the new one than, than they did in the first one but they still yeah. didn't really discuss it much
0: yeah yeah because in this one that's never it, it's never addressed like it's like no uh, there's the cemetery there but it there's no details about anything
1: for sure yeah it's more like a spooky urban legend and it's like it, and that's one thing about this film is like that it seems like the creed massacre is a fairly recent thing and mm-hmm. yet People are like, they actually encourage others to bury stuff there. I'm like, did you not remember what happened to the creeds? Like this wasn't just a story. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. like they're all dead except for Ellie, and apparently she's like in a mental hospital somewhere. I don't know. It's
0: Uh, yeah, according to that urban. Legend that they were, the kids were telling according it, right? to yeah.
1: Clyde, yeah, according to fucking Clyde, fucker, Ugh. the
0: homo-repressed mama's boy, Clyde. He's just clearly... mad
1: because his name is Clyde. I mean, wouldn't yeah. you be mad? Like that's like who names their kid Clyde? Now
0: he has to go marry some Bonnie and <laughs> rob banks or something. I don't know.
1: <laughs> but he's got a super hip little uh, one earring. That was <laughs> Again, a big thing gay. then. Yeah, yes, <laughs> super gay. Don't you remember when that was like the only code for being? gay was like oh he has one pierced yep. earring is it, is it the left or the right oh that it's, must mean he's yep. gay i was like really It went
0: from like the hanky to that uh <laughs> to grinder
1: <laughs> yeah grinder's usually a better indication if they're into dick but i mean <laughs> it could just be research for a very important novella i don't know
0: yes yes
1: yeah i'm not you know. excited about a prequel
0: I'm not either. I just don't. What do you do? You know, prequels
1: I, usually just kind of suck. If we're being honest, yeah,
0: I don't. Very rarely is a prequel.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: I can't think of any. I mean, Ouija: Origin of Evil is okay, but that movie has like nothing to do with yeah the one that comes after. I think. I think that's the way you do a prequel. Like, don't make usually. it tied to the yeah. <laughs> the original like at all. Basically, yeah. you're gonna call we're just going to use the name. <laughs> just, <Yeah.
1: laughs> just use the yeah. bare basics. Like, I'm assuming if they just use the burial ground and i don't know like maybe yeah had like what if it was like judd's story because they never really got into mm. that in the in the new one so much that was one thing they did leave out was that That's that true. uh story about like was his name like timmy or something that that came back
0: mm-hmm. i think so yeah it's and been a while since they left the that
1: out so maybe they'll do that i don't know if it would be that compelling it's compelling for like 10 minutes as like a flashback for a whole
0: movie or a series i don't know
1: yeah are we gonna get to know timmy like what's his favorite color does he have a favorite look liqueur i don't know
0: yeah does he have a pet goldfish that dies and it brings back to life and the goldfish is like all pissed off and that's
1: (laughs) what that's what we need a pissed off cgi goldfish (laughs) that's what the world that's what they're gonna do you know they're gonna do that
0: Oh, uh, the 2020 is just when you thought, couldn't get any better. We don't have a, a higher minimum wage, but we do have no. a CGI goldfish. We have
1: a CGI goldfish. <laughs> it's what everybody wants.
0: Yeah. I
1: mean, I got to give this one props for at least trying something a little different. You know, it is a little
0: different. I, the, the basic plot structure maybe is not extremely different, but, like, the no. the way they approach it, I think her directing is um, – we should say – Mary Lambert, right? Mary Lambert, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, We mentioned last week.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: maybe we should have talked about female directors this week, but, you know, it – oh, well. <laughs> oh, who is the director of um, Office Killer that we forgot to mention? We should have brought her up.
1: Cindy Sherman. Yes, we did mm-hmm. get a message saying that we had forgotten one, and I personally was devastated because I really like Office c- – killer a lot but yeah. I have I, I have been told C- Cindy Sherman the director who's mostly known for being a kind of a modern artist um, she's not a big fan of the film that she made and it makes me mm. really sad because I thought she did a really great job and I, I think maybe the critical response was not what she had hoped for and uh, maybe that kind of soured her towards the, the film but I think she should be proud of the film I, I thought it was quite good
0: I yeah i kind of hate when that happens like i i get yeah. that when people like trying to like cover their tracks or whatever like mm-hmm. you know uh well i'm disowning that because everybody else is so yeah um maybe they think they'll get hired easier if they're like oh that maybe. wasn't my best work you know whatever but yeah. still it's like if you felt proud about something that you did like you know i don't uh, know be proud I, about it yeah. to some degree you know
1: show your pride girl it's a good movie yeah yeah
0: another one that someone mentioned was a um, fran Rubel Kazooie, who uh, directed the original Buffy movie, which most of that movie oh, is right. basically canceled at this point, given the cast, but uh, it's fun. It's, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's... it's uh, Yeah, I mean, uh, Christy's canceled. Joss Whedon's Christy. essentially canceled. But uh, no, and-
1: see, Christy is just a victim of cancel culture because oh, <laughs> you intolerant liberals. You just don't I understand. Know. I mean, it's just... I guess they should just... Take her face out and replace it with Christopher Plummer. You know, just do that. God. Christy. Actually, I would see that really quickly. (laughs) Christopher Plummer is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Christopher Plummer
0: just doing, like, these weird scenes with (laughs) Donald Sutherland in, like, a halter top and, like...
1: That sounds hot. Okay. <laughs> sexy. That sounds really sexy.
0: It's it's a fun movie. It came out the same year as this one and it's another one that just like takes some weird chances that don't always work, but at least it was trying to do something. It, especially in this weird early 90s period when like yeah. horror is just so it's a little bland. I don't know. A, it's so bland. A little safe, yeah. So safe. A lot of sequels that are not as good as the you know the ones that came before it mm-hmm. especially the big fran- slasher franchises they're kind of on the outs except for child's oh, play yeah. child's play is still doing pretty well but child's
1: Play was still going for a second yeah
0: but instead we get lots of like thrillers and uh you know we've talked about the psychological either psychological or erotic or supernatural like they're all kind of mixed together in this period mm-hmm. you know silence of the lambs and misery and uh jacob's ladder flatliners in the mouth of madness blah blah
1: blah 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 blah, 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 blah.
0: a lot of adult oriented stuff not a lot of stuff for teenagers and I think that was Mm -hmm. probably why the Scream era was so successful because we had like this like five year period where it's just like there wasn't a lot going on for teens like I mean Mm -hmm. you had like the Buffy movie and this is at least trying kind of to be a teenager movie but it still has adult stuff that like I don't know oh yeah directed by Mary Lambert (laughs) Mm -hmm. who also directed the first Pet Cemetery. yes a very
1: different style of this film though so she's very versatile She's very versatile. Really?
0: I think she wanted to do something kind of different for this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, her exact quote that I found was, Pet Cemetery 2 was a chance for me to do something a little different, and I oh. don't think it was completely realized. Uh, I wanted to do a really dark comedy, and that's what was interesting about the story, but it wasn't really my story. Um, she apparently wanted to do a story involving Ellie Creed as the central oh. character. I don't know if that's, like, that little bit that she of dialogue she put in this film, like if that would have been the story, like her escaping from a mental asylum or something, but...
1: On Halloween and, like, killing a bunch of kids. I'd be there for that.
0: That could have been interesting. I don't know if we mentioned, but, yeah, she got her start doing Madonna music videos. Uh, She directed Borderline and Like a Virgin, Material Girl, La Isla Bonita, and, of course, Like a Prayer. Um, So she's a queer icon there just in terms Mm -hmm. of that output. She's also directed Urban Legends Bloody Mary and... (laughs) <laughs> that in crowd movie which i don't really remember but it's holy some, like, shit
1: she did direct that teen thriller that. yeah yeah i rem- the only thing i remember about that was someone getting hit with a golf club like, i think someone's mm. killed with a golf club and, th- and it like okay. was like at like a country club or something huh it was just like basic like white people problems <laughs> movie but i think it was entertaining
0: i might have to dig it out again at some point to give it
1: a go yeah Uh, where's the blu-ray scream factory let's (laughs) will that into existence
0: they came out with a great blu-ray for this pet cemetery too let me tell you oh it's beautiful looks looks great and the cover is great and yeah
1: Yeah, it's it's well it's it's a better cover than the original which is just oh my god it's It's
0: like edward furlong just
1: yeah he's like i'm angsty see the movie I'm like, well, I need Which a to be fair is like all he does eight. in this movie But yeah, I know. It's, yeah
0: it's not not exactly a Career performance here but
1: the, This was uh, after T2 right
0: It was like okay. right after It's always kind of awkward for young stars Because you know they're in something popular But then they can't really get cast for other things Because there's not that many great young roles So they they kind of take whatever yeah. is out there So this was kind of what that was And at the time like the first Pet Cemetery even though it had kind of Middling reviews was very successful uh, It made a ton of money at the box office So Oh uh,
1: yeah it was a big hit You know
0: I think at the time she was one of the most successful female directors in terms of, like, box office receipts, if not the most, so that's pretty cool. Uh, What else? She had a couple other quotes that were kind of interesting. She says, To me, the strongest elements were the adolescent dark humor elements. Um, What's the worst thing that could happen? Your mom marries the sheriff and you have the stepdad you hate. What could possibly be worse than that? Uh, Well, guess what? He could die and you could bury him and he could come back as a creepy disciplinary
1: a zombie stepdad. Sure. Uh, Happens all the time.
0: It does have some kind of like Hellraiser vibes in that in that regard of like trying to... Because the whole film revolves around like two dysfunctional families, essentially. And they're mm-hmm. kind of linked by uh, the fact that... Well, I love the fact that... Well, the mom used to date the... Right, the cop...
1: When Gus, they were yeah, in high school I guess uh, yeah
0: why are they moving back to this town anyway though like that's my I question do like
1: not I know they,
0: they never really addressed that it's like
1: uh, yeah they didn't
0: li- like the mom used to live here but why would you want to be around like you know people that your dead mom knew i don't understand
1: you know i guess maybe like they moved out to hollywood just for her career and then holly weird holly weird is the (laughs) (laughs) um and i guess they decided like maybe he never really wanted to leave the town is he from the town i don't know i mean maybe i don't know they never talk about it
0: they don't really talk about his
1: like Like, did they all go to high school together yeah. I don't know. I'm is just going to assume maybe. I don't know.
0: Maybe that's maybe that's it cuz she definitely lived in this town and dated yeah. the cop in the yeah. past and so that links the two families and both of these families have issues, you know, and the the one the mom has died tragically in the most ridiculous
1: way. Dear ever. <laughs> lord. What a way to open a movie. I mean, it, this it, is an opening, bold. folks.
0: Bold. Yeah. Someone like Washington Post I think somebody said it, it felt like feels like an elongated tales from the crypt episode which i can kind of see Oh,
1: no, like, yeah i can uh, yeah really, um, that, that that's uh, a good point yeah because it's a little more yeah. d- the 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 dark comedy aspect yeah we can just dig yeah, into it, it i guess it's a uh, yeah oh okay sure yeah <laughs> unless um, you yeah, i mean do you well, i mean there's something else
0: you want to do diet, oh no <laughs> no no well because
1: see the film starts and there is a lady in a in a nightgown going through a castle and you're like well I got the wrong movie like this is not Pet Cemetery. this is like Mm -hmm. a a hammer movie but Mm -hmm. oh no this lady is named Ronnie and she is filming a film a big Hollywood picture called Castle of Death and Mm -hmm. she's trying to get this effect right where she goes to to this gate that is submerged in water and these skeleton hands come up and grab her and they just can't get the effect right. And so they take a break and she goes and she calls to her her son. And the son's name is Jeff, right? I think it's Jeff. Yep. I think mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And uh Jeff, which is Edward Furlong, and he's there visiting the set and he's all like, "Hey, you want to come and eat with dad later?" and it's implied that maybe they broke up and there's some there's some bad blood blood there, but Eventually she's like, Yeah, that might be nice. So maybe they're gonna get back together. It's very it's very nice. And uh and they say I love you to each other and then she goes back on set and is electrocuted by the fence. <laughs> electrocuted. Her face is like cooked like a grill. Okay.
0: It's not like a two second thing either. Like she's just sitting there grabbing the and the, the kid is watching on for the whole five time. Minutes, Jeff yeah. is just like screaming. What? No,
1: what the fuck, Screaming. Yeah. I would like to say Edward Furlong, wonderful screamer. Very he good is a screamer. screamer. Yeah. And that is a yeah. skill not many men have. So, you go Edward Furlong.
0: He like gives his biggest performance like in the first 5 minutes of this movie because yeah. after this he's just like this emo kid for the rest yeah. of it, but he's yeah. He's kind of
1: dead inside for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Which like is understandable, but oh, yeah. yeah. Not maybe the most exciting character arc but hey no whatever no
0: there's also that like sleazy shot of like her just her face like all burned up and scarred like after it happens i'm like do we really need that but as it's being like do.
1: slowly pulled off of the gate and yeah, there's like that like yeah. little s- strip of like skin that's just <laughs> right anything. do we need this <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> <laughs> it's those little those little touches that I'm like, Okay, Mary Lambert, I see you. I see
0: you. you're a you're a you're a creep and I like it. Yeah. You sick puppy. <laughs> yeah. And uh
1: and so they have the funeral and of course like the paparazzi's there getting all the pictures and stuff, and they have moved mm-hmm. back to the town of Ludlow, Maine.
0: Ludlow, Maine.
1: Uh, where the only person with a Maine accent is Gus, who is the local <laughs> sheriff, played by Clancy that Brown. Fucking,
0: that accent is a character itself, let me tell you. And
1: <laughs> I did not recall Clancy Brown being as delicious as he is in the first half of this movie. Um, he's <laughs> yeah, yummy. Yeah. He is yummy in that uniform. I don't know what that says about me, but. <laughs> he, could, he, um, could he could get it. He get it. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's a terrible person, but. Yeah, just, you there's know. that. There's that. And uh, he's got, like, a swagger. And Mm -hmm. we learned pretty quickly that Renee and um, Anthony Edwards' character, whatever his name is. I'm sorry. The character is really boring, you guys. He's really dull. I can't remember anything about him. Uh, Chase. 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 Okay, yeah. Chase. There we go. Chase. Yeah. Apparently, Gus and Renee used to date back in high school. And as we said Mm -hmm. before, we're not really sure if Chase also is from here and just moved to Hollywood for renee's dream or not we're not sure um, i
0: really don't remember if they address it uh yeah i guess it was not that Im- it was not, yeah it wasn't a big plot point no. if they do but no
1: they had potato trucks to drop on kids so there was more <laughs> Im- Im- oh, important we'll stuff to it. To do. <laughs> <There's> more Im- <laughs> we've got more important things to do oh uh, um, yeah and uh and so they've moved back here and immediately there's a little tension between chase and gus and chase and jeff move back into this house and uh Immediately there's this knock on the door and there's this girl named Marjorie who's like, "Hi, I'm here to like be your housekeeper. This character this also character. Pointless. pointless. What <laughs> is her story? Why is she yeah. she does n- nothing to advance the plot at all. Like she should no. not be here.
0: You think like is she going to be like a Peyton, you know, character to uh, yeah. show up
1: and yeah. I was like, but "Is no. she like the creepy nanny from The Omen? Like is she undead yeah. too? I don't know." But no, yeah. she does nope. literally nothing so
0: only like character point is that she used to be obsessed with the mom right the actress yeah like that's like the only thing i don't and
1: like they're trying to move all of her stuff renee's stuff to the attic Mm -hmm. and she immediately Mm -hmm. is like oh cool is this the dress that she wore to the emmys and jeff is like don't touch her things you whore And um, and I don't don't think he really says that, but... (laughs) But basically... I wish he had, because it would have been really Later in the movie, he would, yeah. yeah. (laughs) and And so there's some tension already. And Chase is like, oh, great. This kid is traumatized. This is going to be a long uphill climb to get him back. And Chase has decided to reopen a animal hospital that I guess had been closed for a few years since this guy retired. And that is where Jeff discovers that there is this random litter of kittens that are in the building how they got in i don't know but they're adorable and he's like can i have one and chase is like sure and he decides to bring the cat to school because i guess he's also an idiot i don't know like why would you bring a cat to school and um and he immediately runs afoul of this little dangerous clique of teenage delinquents Uh, run by this guy named clyde Fucking Clyde with his Who stupid clearly, one earring. He, yeah,
0: well, he was clearly in love with Jeff, so that's why he's I picking on so. him. It's- yeah.
1: And he steals his cat and, like, goes on his bike, and they, like, run off, and he has to – Jeff has to chase them all the way to the pet cemetery, and that's where he learns this is where this creepy stuff went down down and we stuck your cat in there so you have, have to go find him and so he does and they've put the cat yeah. in, in this cage and he's all like what is this place this is weird i like the um,
0: like the lone possum that's just like, oh hanging my god out the, the pet possum
1: <laughs> the first shot of the pet cemetery is this <laughs> yeah. possum just hanging out and i'm like is this a re it, a, a, a reanimated po- possum that someone yeah. buried here or is it's it just, just a, <laughs> a random possum finding a nice you little know what? spot
0: I bet it's just alive, but it's playing dead because it's a. Oh, (laughs) is that?
1: I think I see some symbolism. This film is already getting super deep. I don't know if I'm prepared. I don't have on my boots to wade through all the academic glasses. Yeah. So then this other kid who like isn't really part of the clique, but he seems like he's just showing up just to like not get picked on himself. Um, Mm -hmm. what's his name again? Drew. 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 Yeah, and and he's kind of this sort of overweight kid, and he's sort of picked Mm -hmm. on. And he shows up and he decides to be friends with Jeff. And then he goes home, and we realize that Drew is the stepson of Gus. And Gus like always calls him fat, and he's like, "I'm gonna shoot your dog because the dog keeps trying to break into my rabbit cage because he has rabbits that he like."
0: And he for some reason gets off
1: watching them like hump. Hump, at, at yeah. One point.
0: I'm like, it's what? a weird choice. He's so it's fucking insane. Weird weird. He's a weird yeah. character. He is very strange. Like it's even so before bizarre. he gets zombified, <laughs> yeah.
1: it's he's he's very bizarre. And like he doesn't want him to watch TV as they eat and stuff. Like he's just kind of a d bag and and then what happens i don't know that was, uh, <laughs> stuff so gets weird it, it gets weird because
0: he's <laughs> having sex with um drew's mom yeah and they hear the dog barking and he's oh like, that's damn oh it. not yeah. that damn dog I Blocked again. it, and it then out get, that's what it is yeah yeah yeah
1: uh yeah he gets his gun gus get your gun and uh yeah and he goes out there and he shoots the dog zowie this adorable, yeah, they be- don't, beautiful dog. They don't
0: show it on screen, thankfully, no. but you, you do see the dog, like essentially dying afterwards.
1: And you hear the and, whelp, uh, and and the it, whelp. Yeah, the, it's it's sad. The dog goes into into the woods, and yeah. Drew goes and finds the dog as it's dying. <laughs> I promise it's really sad, and, and there's a moment too where the, the kids are talking about death too, and they're
0: like, "Well, maybe yeah. that's the thing. You just get over it." And the other one's like, "No, you, you no, never you get over don't. it." I'm like, "Kid, you're
1: it. like 12. Calm, calm down. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah. G-
0: give it like a couple years." here. <laughs> yeah,
1: like, it. I mean, it's true. You you never it's truly you don't get, ever over, get it, over it, but, yeah. but it does get easier. And so they decide we're gonna bury the dog in the pet's cemetery, and which yeah. now, I don't know why, why they think it's a good idea i mean it's yeah now this ridiculous. i can give
0: you is funny with them just hauling that giant okay yeah corpse there is around.
1: a yeah. corpse dog prop that they have gotten from a thrift store i'm assuming yeah. because <laughs> it's, it's like this dirty ratty looking like fake dog yeah. and it's just like to- yeah. totally limp but not in the way that a limp dead dog no. would be which it's i guess limp i appreciate in the sense it. of a stuffed animal
0: yeah, because I wouldn't want to see anything that looked like a real dog. No, because I'd that be would depressed. just be too sad. So yeah. I guess I, I appreciate that they at least even though it is ridiculous, like yeah. to look at, it's like it's
1: it's <laughs> this is like mangy yeah. looking fucking dog. <laughs> 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 and yeah. I'm still not sure how far the journey is to this pet cemetery. It seems That's like it's a really long trek.
0: That's always the question
1: with and us, right? Yeah. Every one of these movies. In the original book, I think it was, like, this huge epic trek. But in the movies, they kind of simplify it because it would probably be a little bit boring to watch them, you know, just trek through the woods for three hours. But they finally get there, and they stick the dog in the the pet cemetery. And sure enough, that night, there's a scratching on the door back at Casa de Gus and Drew. And Mm -hmm. the mom comes out, and she's like, yeah – the mom who has like four lines she i don't even think she <laughs> yeah. has a name like it's like amanda <laughs> or something i don't know and uh, yeah, we'll um go with that. yeah lisa. sure lisa, lisa Jean, <laughs> and so yeah. she she uh she finds the the dog and you see drew had told gus that the dog had died and the, and that's where he was and Gus comes in, and he and he's like, Drew, why are you lying? Like this dog is still alive, even though there's a huge bloody gash in his <laughs> side. So if the dog is alive, it's not going to be for long. I mean, the mom does think. say,
0: take it, take him to the vet or something. Yeah, like makes some I'm like, comment, oh great, that's about it. Yeah.
1: And the dog has glowing red eyes. No one seems alarmed <laughs> by this at all. And it yeah. has the red eyes for a few scenes, like just for a yeah. few shots, and that's it. And so they actually bring Chase and his little emergency animal hospital van that he has to the house. And he's like, this is so weird. Like, let's get him on the table and see what's up. And he's like, I'm going to keep him at the house for supervision for a few days. And, you know, he does after the the few days are up like he he's like, this is really weird. Like the wound hasn't healed and he's breathing very shallow and like. He doesn't have a heartbeat. It's very faint. Like there's something wrong here, and so he draws some blood and sends it into this lab. Yeah. And in the meantime, it's Halloween, but Gus doesn't want Drew to go out for some reason. I guess I I think maybe he's still gro- grounded. Maybe is that why he doesn't want him to go Probably. out? Probably. Okay. Yeah.
0: He or he's just a dick. You know. He's just it's,
1: a dick. Yeah. He just he doesn't believe yeah, in yeah, Halloween. A, I don't know.
0: <laughs> he doesn't. He's like a. A vampire, Dracula, and uh oh yeah, um, for his costume, and then Jeff goes as Jason Voorhees, which
1: is yeah, fun. sort of a J. He's got like on like overalls and stuff, or the yeah, but he's got the mask, all, so it's like, like yeah, it's like Michael meets J- Jason. Michael meets Jason, like a fun yeah. little. It's it's like a mashup, and yeah, they go to this like party in a cemetery in the pet cemetery where there's drinking all kinds of just illicit activities for children
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. how dare
1: they it's just shocking i'm i'm gonna write a letter to my congressman (laughs) i'm Um, starting
0: a change.org petition (laughs) right now to stop this
1: delete this troubling problematic scene it will lead kids Mm -hmm. to start drinking they will start
0: having premarital sex
1: oh i love how you have to write in like if you're if your film even if it's rated R has a scene of like underage dr- drinking or s- smoking I'm like who really cares does anyone care come on no one gives a shit Yeah. So stupid and uh and so they're having this little party and yeah. freaking Clyde is like telling this story about the Creeds and how Ellie Creed mm. went crazy and like killed her her grandparents with an ax and is now in a mental hospital and she's going to break out tonight and she could be one of them. I'm like, how would, how would that work out? You know? And, uh, right about that time, here comes Gus with his freaking flashlight. And he's like, is anyone drinking? And everyone just runs away except for Jeff and drew. And we're like, Oh great. Gus is going to like kick their ass. And he like starts to like beat him with like a, a, freaking cross that he like yep. digs out of the ground
0: it's cra- he punches him, he punches him in the ground. yeah then he takes the wooden cross and he's about to do that but then zombie oh. zoe zombie the dog zoe. Oh. saves the day
1: just rips out his throat and i love how throat. he he he's like drew drew get your dog get your dog and he's like i think i'm good <laughs> he's just yeah. like he just like <laughs> stands there as the dog rips out his throat and then they're like uh oh what are we gonna do we made this is a problem we made a yeah. boo-boo Yeah, <laughs> and they have to hike once again 15 years of hiking in, into the woods to bury gus in the pet cemetery gus is not and a little guy
0: either like man, no that's a, that's he a seems big body very tall carry. very beefy yeah, muscular yeah yeah
1: and i'm like that could not have been easy like did, did no. they bring a a wheel? Barrel or something, but we never see one, so I don't know. Never see it. Um, In the meantime, I believe Chase is having dreams about Renee returning to him and exposing her beautiful breasts. But Uh. when he touches the breasts, her head um, turns into that of the zombie dog. dog. Yeah. Um. This is my favorite scene of the film (laughs) (laughs) because it makes no sense.
0: It makes it's like this MTV again. <laughs> her like roots here of like the "Like a Prayer" music video, just it fucking crazy. It's nuts. And there was one earlier oh, where man. Jeff had similar thing, but it, he wasn't having sex with her. Thank God, that'd be weird, the incest. Uh, well, but like yeah. he does, he does see her with the the head, the, the yes. dog head.
1: It's all about so it's, Renee with the dog head. There's yes something there. And so now Gus returns in the middle of the night and. The weird part is is that like he's he's not really that upset. Like he seems kind of pleasant about it. And you're like, oh, he's looking a little,
0: a little down, a little down in his luck. there. A little gross. Yeah, he's, uh, he little... can't walk up a flight of stairs.
1: No, he he's, he's uh, a little clumsy. A little clumsy. And, and uh, like when has he just this... grabs his
0: keys. He's like, found my keys. And it's just like this... <laughs> it reminds me of um, Men in Black. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Where like the guy who like possesses the, or what is it? he's like a bug person, but he takes mm-hmm. the guy's body and he can like yeah. barely walk in it. And that's what this reminds me of too. And
1: it's... It's ridiculous. And so he decides to take a shower. Good call. Um... Yeah. Because I can't imagine what he would smell like. And then, like, his wife starts talking to him and he's like, oh, I guess I'll have sex with you now. And he, like, jumps on her and, like, rips off her nightgown. And she's hmm. like, you smell terrible. Get off of me. And he just keeps on yeah. fucking, I guess. He's I don't know. Sexually assaults her. And it's yeah. like, has this
0: happened before this? I wouldn't be surprised. I but, wouldn't either. You know, yeah. It's, it's, um, he's, a, he's a dick. I mean, he's, he's not a, a good dick. guy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> then the next day, Drew is talking to Jeff and he's like, actually, like, he's a lot nicer now. Like, he's not calling me fat. He's like, he's, he has a, better sense of humor he's just like all around a better guy i'm like well i haven't really it seen is kind of yet. a weird plot point like yeah why, because it never comes why, back really
0: like maybe they're trying to make the metaphor of some kind that like i don't want to get the metaphors with this because i don't think they're she was really thinking that much about this yeah. to be honest but I, there, there may be something to just like how the stepdad can i don't know act nice even though they are like you know, sexually assaulting the mom and everything. Right. I, I don't. I don't. I just don't know what they're trying to say with this. You know. Yeah.
1: Because at first, it's like, okay, well, this really is going to go in a very different direction than the first film. If it, it, yeah. Be, because also the dog, besides tearing out Gus's throat, which is like a good thing, like we're kind of like mm-hmm. yay for for mm-hmm. for for that. The dog, at first, doesn't seem to be like terribly vicious necessarily. No. Just has some creepy no. red eyes, but it's still very adorable. And uh, so you're kind of like, is this where the film's going to go? Like, if you're a dick in life, if you're reanimated in this, does it make you a nice person again? Like, is it Mm -hmm. does it like change who you were? Because in the first film, you know, like everyone that died was pretty nice. And when they came back, they were evil. So it's like, is it opposite day? I don't know. yeah and then going. in the remake
0: if i recall like she came back and she was sort of nice for a while but then yeah. very quickly so it's kind it of like, like a this, trick. but i don't know uh, but then he's not really nice like he's not really to be nice but like yeah he assaults the mom so it's like uh, yeah it's like,
1: like within the first uh, two minutes that he's back
0: that is a weird pop i feel like that yeah. was probably just kind of like a half ass thing they were like well this yeah. kind of works so let's just kind of maybe do it. it was in like really a first
1: draft and they were like yeah. oh yeah. we're gonna fast track this into production who cares yeah, I and, didn't mention uh, who wrote
0: this. It was, uh, I have a written, Richard Outen, who, his credits are so, like, he wrote, like, Little Nemo Adventures in Slumberland. Oh, and, my God, I love uh, that
1: movie.
0: <laughs> I, I, I used to love preview, it as a kid. <laughs> I remember the preview on, like, every VHS tape I had for some yeah. reason. I was always like that. Um, And then he did an uncredited rewrite on Gremlins 2 and, like, oh. just a lot of really random kind of credits. Not a lot of horror mm. outside of that. Um, But, and also David S. Goyer did revisions. He, he's oh, done a lot of, like, the wow. Christopher Nolan stuff. And, yeah. Interesting. I don't know. This is but. no
1: Inception. Um, no, no. Thank God for that. That movie's a snoozer. It, um, it really is. But you know, <laughs> so then, like things are just g- constantly just getting weird, and then Chase gets a call that the blood sample from the dog is a blood sample from a dead dog, and he's like, the last time someone gave me a dead dog sample was that Creed case way back when. Yeah. And they're like, uh-oh, what's happening?
0: So IMDb says this is like three years later, apparently. And they okay. make it sound like it was longer than that, but, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, three years is not a very long time. So no. this should still be pretty fresh on the minds of everyone in the town. It should be. So, like, why are they encouraging people to bury things in the fucking Pet Cemetery? It doesn't end well. You people are stupid. And then Chase goes and, like, finds the original vet... And it's just like a nothing scene. It's just like he goes and he's all like, Ha ha ha, you should get out while you can, kiddo. Now I just stuff animals. Ha ha ha. Like what the fuck is it? Now he's like a taxidermist? I don't know. There's literally no point to this scene. Like except that I guess now Chase knows that there's something up in the town with the pet cemetery. I don't know. It's campy, though, uh, with him, like, sitting there, oh, like, ridiculous. popping out
0: eyeballs in his, like, yeah, taxidermist like, thing. Yeah, but Like, know. I don't
1: think these eyes suit you. Let me get a new yeah. set. Like, it's so weird. Yeah. And then Clyde, oh, my God, he just cannot stop. He is just a little dick. And he's, like, terrorizing Jeff. And he, like, mm-hmm. pushes him down a hill and, like, screws up his bike and stuff. And then all of a sudden, Gus comes out of nowhere and, like, grabs Clyde and tells... Jeff to leave and you're like oh well this is weird like is mm-hmm. Gus like a good guy now like what is happening you know and then uh, and
0: <laughs> this is like the best scene <laughs> this is in so their- good
1: <laughs> Gus picks up the motorcycle of Clyde and yeah. um puts the scarf from his neck into the wheel and and like smashes up his face and like blood splatters everywhere.
0: It's it. It's hard to tell like if it was intentional. Like like he's like he's just kind of fucking with him initially. Yeah. But then his scarf gets cut in the caught in the wheel and kills him. But he's not yeah. like upset about it either. He's just like no, right, whatever. It's like,
1: okay, one less douchebag on the planet. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And he, his his expressions throughout the whole thing too. He's just like I'm
0: just fucking with you. Oh, Whoops. he's great in this. Yeah, he's wonderful. <laughs>
1: yeah. And unfortunately, this whole scene is. Scene by mm-hmm. Drew, and he's like, "Oh shit!" And Drew like runs home, and Gus we is like add, hot on the tail.
0: Yes, right before this too, there was that weird scene of him just like skinning rabbits, and it was like really fucking oh, right. gross. It's yeah, so nonchalant, yeah. and it. But it's really funny watching him like eat th- at the Eating, dinner table like, too, the ma- like the mashed
1: potatoes and <laughs> yeah. the peas and yeah, the yeah. rabbit all at once, and he's like spitting yeah. out. It's so gross.
0: He's got some good like body humor in this thing. Like, yeah, it's like, I don't think he was necessarily. Playing it. He, maybe he was. It's funny. Maybe he was in on I mean, the joke, funny, but it is yeah. funny. Like, it is funny. And I, I, she mentioned that in her quote too that, like, it seems like she was in on the joke of it. Anyway. Yeah. But uh, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. The Drew sees it and then the chase, right?
1: There's a chase. He goes, he goes back home and he's like, and, and he goes and he, gets a gun but it's not loaded and then he runs upstairs and gus gets a hammer and is like hammering down the door and so he climbs out of the window and that's right as his yeah. his mom is just pull pulled in with her car and so he gets in the car and he's like drive mom drive and gus mm-hmm. comes out with the hammer he's like ha- hammering through the windows and stuff and then there's like a car chase and and then there's a potato truck. <laughs> the rogue potato truck. <laughs> that uh, Gus, like, pushes them with his car into the path of this potato truck and kills them both. Yeah. It's tragic because it's- they both seem like nice yeah. people.
0: It's fairly bad. Ballsy. I mean, I guess yeah. the first
1: one, the first one killed the kid, so like they've started yeah. it
0: that now. But still, anytime a horror movie kills a kid, I kind of give them props because it's like yeah. you don't see it very often, and especially like is... a
1: nice kid like Drew. I mean, he's so nice. Yeah, you, know? you would and think this is sad. like the friend
0: who would live. Like like Clyde yeah. is like okay, whatever. He's a bully. He's a like, you know, yeah, like... um, but yeah, you would think that this kid would live, but
1: nope. yeah. And yeah. and this is when the film kind of takes a turn that I don't know if I support com- completely mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's then. Jeff sort of starts isolating himself a lot and getting really depressed and Mm -hmm. then things just kind of escalate really quickly and it's like they're trying to wrap it up very abruptly.
0: Sure, sure, sure. sure. I I like the fact that it's just so like – melodrama at this point like he it is, is just like yeah like he's just sitting up in the attic like playing with his mom's dresses and things yeah. and I'm just like what like it is like a different movie though i mean yeah I agree with you there like what is he happening has it's
1: like truly lost his mind it seems because yeah. he just he yeah. he's got this creepy like evil kid smile now and he's like yeah. i'm just getting this room ready for her and his mm. dad's like uh what that's weird and then he yeah. gets a call from the, uh, the grave site that's like, someone has desecrated your wife's grave, and it was Gus. Why yeah. Gus is doing this? We ne- never know. That's what's you never weird. Find out. I don't get that. Yeah. That makes no sense. Why is he doing this?
0: He has some quote later. He's like, because I wanted to fuck her. I'm like, that's, that's dark. <laughs> I think it was smart to say that they had dated in the past, at least, because that at least gives him some sort of connection, even though it's not a great connection. But, yeah.
1: Yeah, they never really build on that. Like, it's not like, like, because he really is just like, yeah, we used to date. Did your daddy ever tell you that? And that's pretty much it. And then at this point, Chase is like, okay, well, I'm going to go talk to Gus at his house. Um, Marjorie, the character that we have now forgotten about for most of Uh, of the movie. Marjorie, (laughs) yes. Please watch Jeff and make sure he doesn't leave the house. Um she falls asleep uh, yeah. and cuz she's worthless and yeah. Jeff leaves the house and I assume like brings Renee's corpse back I I I don't know and then there's a big showdown at Gus's house between he and Chase Mm -hmm. And Chase, like, blows his brains out and then, like, goes back in and, like, shoots him a a few more times just to make sure. (laughs) That's a funny scene. That's kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. And then Chase comes back home. And in the meantime, Renee has not been thrilled that Marjorie has woken up and gone into the attic and is trying on her clothes.
0: See, this is so campy. Like this is ridiculous like this.
1: It's really campy. It's a totally (laughs) different film, but it's a film I would very much like to see. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I wish there was more of this in the film. Yeah, just the the women like yeah. Yeah, it's fun. yeah, yeah. And, this is closer to the, the
0: first scene of the film because oh yeah, yeah, anything with a mom is like a totally different movie. I, I The yeah, mom is great.
1: It at, at, at yeah. first I thought the mom was Jessica Ch- Chastain for some reason. I was like, what? Wow, she has been working for a long time. <laughs> I never knew. <laughs> In certain lights. It, yeah. I'm I'm like, Jessica, yeah. is that you? And yeah. uh and Renee grabs a shard of glass and, like, sticks it in her eye or something. And,
0: like, yeah, you don't really see too much of it. No. I would like to see more of that scene. That would cool. Just something like a, a bitchy cat fight. Yeah. Like, You're like, trying to my steal dress. my man, you yeah. bitch, and, and my dress.
1: And Chase returns home, comes up to the attic, finds Marjorie, and he's like, oh, God, this is not good.
0: Yeah.
1: And then here comes Renee, who, by <laughs> the way, looks great for a corpse. I mean, she looks wonderful. She looks delightful. She does
0: she's got for the now makeup job <laughs> yeah. also i appreciate that as marjorie is dying jeff is just sitting down there in his like little rocking chair not even like <laughs> phased by this like he can hear no. her screams and he's just like oh yeah. mom must be home yeah yeah
1: it's like he has lost his freaking mind He's, uh, yeah it becomes obvious very quickly that renee basically just wants them all to die so they can be together i guess yeah And so she locks the door and rips the handle off the door like she's hardcore (laughs) and uh, and like start and starts a fire. She starts a fire so that they can't leave. And there's like a big fight. And then eventually Jeff gets the axe and like accidentally cuts through like the electrical wiring yeah. And, and then, then Clyde, Clyde shows, Clyde shows up Fucking because Clyde. Gus has stuck him in the pet cemetery too. So Again, there's why, a big but, fight. Yeah. I, I don't uh, understand <laughs> it. Like, is he trying to build like some sort of an undead army or something? I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and Clyde comes back. There's a big fight with an axe and stuff. And. <laughs> then Clyde gets a great death he gets the electrical wire shoved into his mouth and his head explodes it's great and he goes flying (laughs) after trying to kill Jeff with like one of the mom's ice skates or something oh yeah there's an ice skate (laughs) yes there's an ice skate yeah it's good it's It's so ridiculous and so then I'm assuming now Jeff has kind of seen the light a bit and he's like this isn't cool like she's not really my mom like this is not Right. And so they yeah. try to leave, and Renee's like, no, stay with me. And then, as the fire keeps growing, her makeup starts to melt off, and we see the scars from her electrocution. And she turns into like this weird like melting wax person. Weird. It's a really cool image though. She's like stop, stop.
0: Like she doesn't really try to like actually go after them. Like can she not move? Is she just like a a silhouette at this point?
1: Yeah, because she's like on the bed. She's like raised above the flames. I guess trying not to get burned. I I, I guess guess so. Yeah. And she's just like stay with me. Dead is better. Ha 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 ha. Mm -hmm. And they're like no, Mm -hmm. and they break (laughs) out. (laughs) Like you look really sticky and melty and you're yeah. starting to stink and yeah. so they break out of the a- attic leave her there until she just turns into a skeleton and uh and then they just pack up their shit and like get out of town and then there's that stupid like scene the where montage. like the montage of e- everyone that died and it's like this little yeah. like oval shaped thing on the on the si- yeah. on the side of the screen it's like the end credits of scream and they just like leave town and the burial ground still stands for someone else to discover it in pet cemetery three which never happened which never happened
0: uh yeah it uh it, I, I appreciate well i don't know if i appreciate but it, it's interesting that like had they not come to this town all these people would still be alive so it's really all their fault and that is true. neither one of them neither one of them died it's like they came to town but everyone yeah. else around them died yeah, i don't know i like the family angle in general in this, I like that, uh, everybody has sort of fucked up issues with their family. Um, there's some things that don't make a hundred percent sense, you know, like why, why even, even on a medical metaphorical angle, like the stepdad comes back and he's, you know, nice all of a sudden, but then yeah. he's mean. And, um, it makes sense. yeah, but, uh, he gets some good body humor. Um, uh, uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I enjoy was, it. It's, yeah, it's it's a it's good a time. Swing. I mean, yeah, like you, she could have just made something that was basically like a copy of the original, which mm-hmm, that's um, true. I'll, there there are plot points in this that do mirror the original, but she takes yeah. them in such a like uh, campy, um. It's kind of sleazy, not, not super sleazy, but there, I mean, there are moments that are kind of like that yeah. moment with him with with the, the motorcycle,
1: like, that's pretty fucking mm-hmm. sleazy, <laughs> yeah. killing a
0: kid with a fucking motorcycle
1: and, uh... Yeah, I'm surprised by the amount of gore in the film because, like, the early yeah. 90s, like, the MPAA was, like, still cutting shit to ribbons, and I'm like, I'm surprised right. so much of this got through. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty it's gory true. for an early 90s film.
0: Yeah, I have a feeling people just didn't really know what to make of it because like you said that was kind of on the outs and uh the first one was a little more i mean there's some moments in that that are pretty campy too but like it's <laughs> it was a little more prestige feeling to me anyway yeah. like it feels a little more
1: well um, it was a darker story you know it yeah. it was more of a yeah. drama and this movie it's they're at, attempting that at, at at times but then the humor kind of it takes away from that so it, it nothing ever really feels very serious in the film True. so it's it's kind of like they're I, I guess they're trying to have their cake and eat it too and it just doesn't quite work like tonally mm. it's a little weird but it's always entertaining <laughs> so like yeah it's not a complete waste of time
0: yeah i think tonally it works better for me um it uh i don't think it's i mean i, I would compare it something to closer to like sleepwalkers but
1: um, yeah oh yeah 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 I can see um, that. Yeah.
0: Just did that weird early 90s vibe of like mm. cuz there there weren't a ton of like horror comedies so no, no. and it hadn't gone onto the really silly like meta Mm-mm. scream stuff so like I I could say like she wanted this to be more of a dark comedy that I think it even ended up being yeah. um but I think she took this script and did try to make like there's there's definitely some humor in here. Like I mean oh, yeah, it, may, it may not yeah. it may not be humor that works for everyone, but it's mm-hmm. it's like uh, everything with Clyde. Like Yeah. Him just showing up at the house, he can't even fucking walk up a flight of stairs like when he arrives, like like <laughs> I can't imagine that was supposed to be a serious, like super no. serious moment there. I mean someone describes it as a Tales from the Crypt episode, which Yeah, I kind of agree. Yeah. Like very few of those episodes are actually scary like,
1: That Tales from the Crypt. Like it, it, the the tone does really feel like that. Yeah. It's got a dog with tits. I mean, like that's Yeah. You know, yeah. Where else are you gonna see that? For that alone, I, I would say it's worth a watch. It's worth watching. <laughs> You're not going to uh, see that in your pretentious Merchant Ivory films. No, no. Remains yeah. of the Day didn't have that. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> what if it did? <laughs> <laughs> Emma Thompson just turns into a dog with tits, yeah. That's Anthony Hopkins <laughs>
0: is just like, yeah, ooh, oh yeah, this is what... Oh!
1: You're <laughs> quite fetching, Emma. Yeah, it's like, what? You're oh, fetching. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I just appreciated that it, it took chances. Not all of them are successful, but uh, she didn't just try to do the same thing that she did in the first one, and yeah. I, I give her props for that, especially as a like female director who they probably just hired her to do the same thing again. Like mm-hmm. she kind of mentioned that too in a in an interview that they were like, "Oh, she can only do horror now because she's a female director, and that's all they can." You know, it. it, it she said that like. If if a uh, you know female director does something successful, that's all that anyone can see them doing is oh, that course, genre. Yeah. And yeah. that's true. That's true to some degree for everyone, but especially I think yeah. for women. You know, it's like mm-hmm. you get typecast into that. So she was like, you know, I'll do this, but you know, I want to do it my way. And then they were like, okay, but we're not going to let you use the script that you want. So she's like, well, this kind of sucks. Yeah. So she was like, I guess I'll you know try to make the most of this other script that I don't really like and uh, make something of it. So,
1: no. Yeah, we so. support you, Mary.
0: We support you, Mary Lambert. Yeah,
1: trust you. Uh, I'm sure it would have been a wonderful film.
0: I would like to see her version. Definitely, I
1: would too. Um, and yeah, I don't think it's too, too late. Soon. I think maybe no. they could they could still do it. But it was a kind
0: of fun one to kick off our um, yeah. month anyway, because we got some weird ones. Yeah, you know?
1: I had um, a good time rewatching this one, and this is I think it's only my second time to watch it, so it's uh, mm, it's, it's been a quite while, a yeah. different experience from when yeah. I was a wee lad.
0: I liked it as a kid because. It had a kid protagonist, and mm-hmm. um, he was like a teenager anyway. And um, I just remember being so like shocked by the fact that they killed the kid, like with the potatoes and everything. Yeah. Now I think it's it's a ridiculous death, but at the same time, I'm like, I still kind of give him props for like doing it anyway because oh, uh, you don't see it very often. Yeah, um,
1: it was what like a waste this in like
0: yeah, waste of potatoes makes uh, me so
1: sad. I love potatoes, small <laughs> potatoes. Yeah,
0: I used to see this on TV a lot with um, uh, Lost Boys. For some reason, they it was oh, on like yeah. HBO growing up. They would always play these two like back to back a lot, and they, I think. There's some kind of tonal thing, similarities that Lost Summer Boys by, doesn't get yeah. as like sleazy, sleazy. It does get mm-hmm. like, but just like the MTV vibe of it all. I think yeah. that's where the sort of carryover comes from. But yeah. And the teenager kid protagonist. And that, so I think as a kid, I was drawn to them for that reason. That, uh, but Lost Boys does not have dog tits. So. It doesn't. <laughs> Listen, a woman, woman with dog head. I don't know.
1: From now on, if your film doesn't have dog tits, I'm out. Because <laughs> I'm out. I know that it's a thing and i can't go back to a time when it wasn't a thing so once
0: you go dog tits you never go back
1: i know it's possible and y'all are just yeah. not delivering and you need to stop being so lazy with your films okay
0: it's possible <laughs>
1: for a dog to have some titties from a lady i don't know listen it's a it's, it's possible it's been a long day. <laughs> things are happening
0: every day
1: now on disney plus <laughs> we're, we're 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 not being paid to advertise that we just really no. want to a- advertise it <laughs> i love it so much i would do a commercial and they wouldn't even have to pay me
0: <laughs> i would I do it for it so free <laughs> i work here, I now. Work here now. <laughs> <laughs> well that's pet cemetery too y'all uh, yeah now
1: on blu-ray it was a cemetery there were pets there were pets there were a lot of pets uh, there was a porcupine yeah. Or a possum, or whatever it was. Was it a possum?
0: That guardian possum? Yeah, I still What's the story. The guardian possum?
1: Okay, that's what the prequel needs needs to be about. The guardian possum (laughs) of the pet cemetery. That sounds like a fun Nickelodeon game show. Like, the possum of pet cemetery.
0: The Legends of the, the Gahool or whatever it was that, like the... Owl movie.
1: Yes. Oh, okay. Is it too late for us to pitch our version,
0: maybe? Uh, that's what I want. That's
1: hey, Paramount, want. we got some ideas for you. Paramount Plus. Maybe oh, Paramount. <laughs> We're yeah, going yeah, to put the Plus original in Paramount. There, there. Yeah. <laughs> Paramount. <laughs>
0: uh, Apple TV Plus. Like, uh, yeah. can, can oh. you come with something more original here, y'all?
1: Ugh. And your stupid Fatal Attraction series fuck off with that what is
0: that even gonna be like i i
1: she's not gonna be ignored and it's gonna take 10 episodes for him to find out but i guess we should do overlook gems oh i (laughs) I guess guess. i mean for like 20 minutes uh yeah what is an overlook gem again wow um uh what what,
0: what's that what uh it's a it's a gem it's a a cubic
1: zirconian oh yes yes um Uh, what about um malevolence have you seen this movie what year is this? I've heard it. Like of this. 2003, I think.
0: Yeah, maybe, I don't know. Tell it's me like about it. a
1: very small independent <laughs> film. It's about these bank robbers who hide out at this farm in the middle of nowhere and they capture this mom and her daughter and hold them hostage. And they don't know that this farm that they have gone to is the home of a deranged serial killer. And mm. this guy like kills them one one by one. It's sort of like a mashup of like Halloween, Texas Chainsaw, and um, to, like the town that dreaded sundown a bit. And it's it's very mm-hmm. atmospheric. The mu the music's great. Um, a yeah. little slow, a little so- There's not a lot of character development, but it's just I like the vibe a lot. I think it's got it's just got a good a good vibe.
0: Hey, I am always here for a vibe movie. Like it's you a mean good vibe. Would, yeah. Locks me in. Um, yeah, mine has some kind of Texas Chainsaw Massacre vibes, too. And it's an oldie one. Did you oh. see Spider Baby? Oh,
1: I love Spider Baby.
0: It's cute, right? It's so fun. Cute. It's, uh, for people who don't know, there's this chauffeur who looks after these three strange siblings at their family estate. Uh, there's Ralph, there's Virginia, and there's Elizabeth. And they all suffer from this inherited condition. It's a genetic disorder that causes a reversal in mental age and results in a crazed childlike disposition. Uh, because of this... Um, Bruno covers up their behavior a lot of the times and a lot of the crimes they commit. But these relatives, these mysterious relatives, arrive and things just go fucking crazy. Oh, it's do. like it's like the Adams Family mm-hmm. meets like Texas Chainsaw Massacre yeah. with like uh, freaks from 1932 at the yeah. carnival. It's it's just it's it's a crazy movie. It's, it's really good. Yeah.
1: I just yeah. saw it for the first time. I think it was was it this Halloween or last? I can't remember.
0: I watched it for the first time recently too. Yeah, it was. It's really good. Back yeah, yeah, it's it uh it's like tonally it's a little strange at times but it's uh mainly because it is trying to balance like all these different things like Mm -hmm. like i get the adams family vibe in this which adams family had just been on tv so i can kind of see some of that and the texas and actually i guess it predates texas chainsaw massacre for like almost a decade but yeah uh but it definitely has plenty of those vibes as well
1: totally and oh it also has carol omart who was in house on haunted hill Mm-hmm. she was in that True. too so i think it's True. one of her only two films that she made i believe i yeah. think she only made two
0: well that wraps up this week uh we got four more left for this month plus yeah, a camp movie
1: yeah so that's which is yeah, crazy that's so we actually well got five nuts. more
0: left which is crazy but shocking yeah. busy month
1: for us we're gonna be exhausted so i hope you we enjoy are. it okay we're doing it for I you. Hope you enjoy it it's yeah. all for you damien all for you it's all for you yeah. oh yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, next, next week is, uh, it's, it's a crazy oh, one. Oh, I'm so it's, excited. I'm so excited. We've talked about uh, it before. We've talked about it. Uh, so you can probably yeah. maybe guess, but. Uh, it's like a bucket
1: list movie for us. And so.
0: It is. been on it? our bucket list. And, and this seemed like the perfect time to knock it out. So it's good. And, uh, you know, if you want to know what we're following, well, what we're following, yep. what we're covering, you can cover us on. <laughs> I'm following a lot of things. Let me tell you. Oh, I'm a follower. If you will. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at H O H H Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Homos Unhaunted Hill. You can uh, find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash homosunhaunted hill. Here's a shout out to Jimmy, J I M M I. Just Jimmy, no last name.
1: Oh, you uh, like share? I like that. Just share.
0: Yeah, I respect that. Wow. Madonna.
1: You I don't, don't need a last cast- name.
0: No, no. I hope someone cast jimmy in mary lambert's next music video you know? <gasps> i would like that jimmy's gonna be a star we jimmy's you, jimmy is one of our sp- yeah we support you he's one of, uh um he she they sorry they jimmy um is one of our spooky house guest uh followers so yes. thanks jimmy thanks for spending Thank you, time on, with us up on on the weekends or whatever you want to stop by you're you're yeah. welcome anytime you know always welcome on here. Hill. and you know as always you can leave us a review on iTunes. Please be nice. We've gotten some good ones of those. We could always use more, uh, as long as they're not super mean. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh,
1: <laughs> don't be too mean. I
0: mean, I don't know. You yeah, could be constructive. You just hate us, but yeah. I mean, you can always yeah. message us to tell us you hate us too. That yeah. That's, you know. We <laughs> yeah. love
1: hate mail. Yeah.
0: Hate mails. Hate mails. Great, a joy. Boy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Reviews are nice when they're <laughs> the way you said that. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, yeah, that's about it. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye.